0: Hey there, welcome back. Let's see what's going on with Trump going to jail. I hope that gentleman is very bad. Trump threatens Jack Smith's wife? Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Stop. Did you know every time you scroll on That's Instagram you're helping daughters make passive income? Let's hurry up yes. and
2: throw that motherfucker so folks, in jail. Put him, oh, in jail.
0: Put him in jail. Put us out of our misery.
2: We all get- now, when old Donnie is in trouble, he doesn't <clears throat> act like a lot of people act. When he's in massive legal peril, he doesn't do the smart thing, the prudent thing, the oh, thing that shut every the fuck up, tell him, which is to go away and be quiet and don't further incriminate yourself, but rather he lashes out in very ugly ways. And that's exactly what he did very late last night against the wife of special counsel Jack Smith. This is how and ugly and disturbing ugly and dangerous it's getting as he's trying to dig up information and mobilize his movement to threaten and scare and intimidate the wife and the family of a special counsel investigating him. We're going to get into that, but we have to really Charging set the stage because all of this is happening because Donald Trump is losing right now.
0: Social media gag order on that motherfucker... So like though. maybe I'll make, it, make a TikTok for the Justice Department.
2: <clears throat> the ...big in court yesterday, and frankly, the reason he feels the need to threaten the family of Jack Smith is that he knows evidence is against him. And the only chance he has of victory is by mobilizing his violent movement to destroy things beyond the bounds of law and order. Here's just one example about how he's terrified given the pace of everything.
3: Shan, uh, let me begin with this face-off between the Justice Department and the former president's legal team. Based on what we heard today, do you expect federal prosecutors will be successful in getting rid of of the so-called special master reviewing the documents recovered from Mar-a-Lago. Judging
4: from what uh, we've heard as Paul was referencing the questions from the panel, uh, it seems like that is a possible...
0: I'm tweeting this, what I just wrote, and... I'm gonna try to tag. <laughs> oh, I want my ice cream bars. Everything I touch doesn't go on so good might as touch Stacy. Thank you, Stacy, for liking one of my comments. Mm. It's got two in nuts. Oh man, it can't be tagged in photo on this. Twitter thing, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, tweet. I, mean, I would applaud that decision.
4: I think it is very dangerous for the precedent of letting criminal defendants interpose a civil type of mechanism to basically slow down to the criminal prosecution. So I think that may happen given the direction that the courts, the Court of Appeals, questions
3: seem to be going in. There. Well, Paula, how significant would a Justice Department victory be? For the special counsel, the new special counsel, Jack Smith.
5: going would be incredibly significant, Wolf, because that would allow them to move forward with this investigation more more swiftly and really clarified,
2: given the
3: pace of everything. Shan, uh, let me begin with this face-off between the Justice Department and the former president's legal team. Based on what we heard today, do you expect federal prosecutors will be successful in getting rid of of the so-called special master reviewing the documents recovered from Mar-a-Lago. Judging from
4: what uh, we've heard, as Paul was referencing the questions from the panel, uh, it seems like that is a possibility. I mean, I would, I would applaud that decision. I think it is very dangerous for the precedent of letting criminal defendants interpose a Video civil can't type
0: be posted. of mechanism
4: to basically slow no. down the criminal prosecution. So I think. That may happen, given the direction
3: that the, court's, the Court of Appeals questions seem to be going in there. Well, Paula, how significant would a Justice Department victory be for the special counsel, the new special counsel, Jack Smith?
5: It would be incredibly significant, Wolf, because that would allow them to move forward with this investigation more, more swiftly. And really, time is of the essence. You heard the Attorney General on Friday when he announced the appointment come, come Crabble, Come, ...of Jan Smith The Special Counsel, who is people that this appointment would not slow this down. There are concerns about how long these investigations are going to drag out, especially given the 2024 presidential election cycle. So, if they can remove this review process, that would allow them to move more quickly. Now I've also talked to someone, Jack Smith used to work for the Justice Department. He said, look, this is not a guy that dawdles, he doesn't sit on things, he does move swiftly, and this this would really be a win for him.
2: Dave Ehrenberg, let's turn to this. Like Donald Trump, you know, wanted a special master in that other case because he knew, among other things, it would slow things down. Here it's the exact opposite. A special counsel in this case given the guy chosen and given that he's hit the ground running and given that he agrees with the investigation so far, is not slowing things down, at least not in any meaningful way. While there's that hypothetical concern, what we've seen in just the first few days is the opposite. And so Trump is freaking out about this right now. And it's also critical to note that he took a massive loss in court yesterday. And because of that loss, because of that defeat, he then went on his insane...
1: what's up, everybody? My name is Thomas Frank, and I'm the founder of the <mumbles> which is a web resource that helps students become more efficient studiers, and essentially just upgrade their college experience. So I'm basically somebody who communicates for a living. I spend dozens of hours every single week making videos, and
2: well, Folks, he's only been on the job for a couple of days now. He's only just started. But Jack Smith has scored one of the biggest victories yet against old Donnie at the very same second, guys, that Trump lost a separate case that nonetheless could play a massive role Uh, in uh. the marijuana documentary and so many others. I want to just start with that one, but then we're going to get into the fact that Jack Smith absolutely sliced and diced Donald Trump today, minutes ago, and in so doing, he has discovered the motherlode of buried Trump documents, of hidden Trump documents, and has expedited the path to justice in one day more than everything we've seen in the last six months or so. It is an astounding achievement. But listen to this first.
5: Breaking news from the Supreme Court. Donald Trump's last ditch effort to block the release of
6: his tax records Uh to House Democrats just got shot down. The high court, says the committee... Those House Democrats can now try and access the tax documents oh, ahead of the Republican House takeover in January. Oh. Joining me once again is NBC's Garrett. Hey, Garrett, we missed you, so we brought you back. <laughs> give us an update on this.
7: Katie, this is a saga that goes back almost to the very beginning of Democrats retaking control of Congress after the 2018 election. And at that point, the Ways and Means Committee went after these trump tax returns the committee has a right to get these tax returns they have argued it through every hoop in the judicial process this latest decision from the supreme court ends really the one last move that donald trump had here to avoid handing these tax returns over he had appealed asking for a stay asking to block this order here you have this unsigned essentially a nine zero no explanation given decision from the supreme court to throw out that effort by Donald Trump. He will have to turn these records, both tax returns and other financial records, over to the Ways and Means Committee. Hey guys, check
0: this out.
8: Trump's own attorney general, Bill Barr, is jumping ship. As he even says that it's very likely that Trump
0: will be
8: indicted. In St. You said the Justice Department
0: is getting close. He said close, getting close. Hey guys, check this out. Trump's own... Trump's own U.S. Attorney General William Barr now saying trump is very likely to get indicted for stealing top secret documents exclamation point Democrats of TikTok. I'm in Stampin' Scusa. Democrats are the best. Texas Democrats. We are the Democrats. Senate Democrats. Democrats unite. Everyone can watch. That they think that they're Lenny Bruce because they keep using the free speech. Inbox. Bar needs to be held accountable for supporting Trump. I like. New followers. for Um Henry Vega Gonza started following me. Hi Henry. I like that comment. Barnage to be. Oh, dependable. Follow. Yes. Huh. Yes. User Lock him up. Snooker. Six outside of the nook. I'll follow you. Sorry just for no video no videos okay so Put bitch ass. No, I'm the face of the city, bitch. That's why you mad. Put bitch ass. No, I'm the face of the city, bitch. That's why you mad. Put bitch ass. No, I'm the face of the city, bitch. That's why you mad.
8: Put bitch ass. No, I'm the face of the city, bitch. That's why you mad. the friction on. Yeah.
1: Send this to someone you don't want to lose.
6: Me, Send
1: If th- you guys get this off, get out!
5: Too
9: so many clocks in this... Know what the fuck going on, nigga? On back
3: back, to too. much shit in here. Anything that you might yeah.
5: you got it, why you in my face, girl? Your breath stinks. Mm-hmm. Go to the bathroom to brush your teeth. Get some toothpaste. Mm-hmm. You dusty, you musty, you
3: crusty, and you rusty. Mm-hmm. Girl, go ahead. Go change your shoes. What are those? Mm-hmm. Why you in my face, girl? Your breath stinks. Mm-hmm. Go
1: to the bathroom. Girl, hold on. I'm not in the middle yet. You guys, you can't cross. You can fix your teeth at home with aligners. No one will even notice.
2: Everyone raging about these aligners that straighten your teeth in like for uh, a yellow. Winston. Are you gonna go to the bathroom? Huh? Are you gonna go to the bathroom? Are you gonna go Winston? Are you gonna go to the bathroom? Winston, are you go to the
9: bathroom? The phone, long hair star. star thick
8: in the
0: <laughs> the skeleton <laughs> <laughs> bite my tongue, bad my tongue, a <laughs> <laughs> in stem drive. I'm going to show you how to make your own. Okay, there's only one There's only one draft in this one. Okay, what's on
8: this? Hi there. This is a message for the Department of Justice. Merrick Garland. My name is Trista. I'm a candidate for Arizona State Mine Inspector and I want to file suit against all 399 insurrectionist candidates who are running for office around the country right now. I'd appreciate a call back. And all, yeah, there there is a precedent of Corey Griffin of New Mexico, a commissioner who was writing on January 6th, and he was removed from office by a judge. So let's do the same thing to all the other insurrectionist candidates around the country. Invoke the 14th Amendment. I demand you invoke the 14th amendment and congress pass hr 25 right now and remove all the traitors and terrorists from office that's what they are traitors and terrorists so charge them Tra- treason terrorism and what about the election fraud Three hundred thousand stolen ballots from 14 swing states they stole the ballots charge them with election fraud and remove them they cheated at the last election and they were willing to go to violence and try to assassinate the Vice President and House Speaker. Do your job! Remove them all under the 14th Amendment. Charge them before the midterms! I repeat the before the midterms. Before the midterms! I want a class action lawsuit. Thank you. My name is Chester. I'm running for Arizona State Man Inspector. Mm-hmm. And I approve of this message. start 25 that's an eighth of our that's an eighth of I want up the midterms and now balloon my name is Tristalund my name is Tristalund my name is Tristalund my name is
0: Angry message for the Department of Justice! Exclamation Okay, I'm cleaning uh, up the tags.
2: Reds. So this is the appetizer in a sense. Remember Trump got that like that, that victory and I said, you know, people shouldn't overreact a couple of weeks ago when the Supreme Court gave a temporary stay to his you know, desire to have his taxes, keep, keep his taxes hidden. And, you know, the, the, the Congress wanted to get them. A Democratic-led committee wanted to get them. The Supreme Court granted a stay. But I said, just be patient. It's going to go badly for Trump. And I was right, because they blocked the case from even going forward without a single dissent, meaning none of the yes, Trump sure judges, not even Clarence Thomas, Trump. stuck their neck out to defend Donald Trump. You need at least four of the judges to want to take the case. Zero of the judges wanted to take the case and this is big because even though the committee is only going to be democratic for a few more weeks likely it nonetheless guys will have this information and can use it for investigations and can even potentially make it public which could be used by other investigations such as jack smith the special counsels that they don't necessarily have yet but their victory was one in the appeal, the appeal of Cannon's imposition of the special master. And my God, guys, it was brutal. It was one of Donald Trump's most humiliating days in court ever. And we know the bar for that is astronomically high. Listen to this first clip. This is just an excerpt of the actual deliberations, and you can see how badly it went. So ultimately, Your Honor, is we're in a
7: position where we're in a process that this judge has created. It is not prejudging that relief will be available in the grand scheme of things under Rule 41-G or under the Fourth Amendment. It is, a, it is an initial uh, moment of use of equitable powers to allow the parties to... It seems in- to me the entire premise of the exercise of this extraordinary kind of jurisdiction would be that the seizure itself is unlawful. And if you, if you can't establish that, then what are we doing here? We are in the process of establishing that. That's you know? exactly what this judge has contemplated. Is not immediate protective pleadings where the attorneys file things and say we think are there's more at to The for objective here is to establish that it was an unlawful seizure. <laughs> From our perspective, and we have good reason to think that there's now evidence of unlawful seizure by way of this being a general warrant by way of this being something that violates the Presidential Record Act, possibly no, no, having... But, but you didn't establish this it but, was a general warrant. But John, the point is, how could we establish these things without even having access to the documents at first? We're talking about a moment in time where Judge Cannon acted with limited discretion, with a limited use of, obviously, a limited power, to establish a process where we can fully explore it, instead of filing unbased motions, Claiming constitutional violations. I've not so, understood that to be the purpose, even the purpose that you
6: all have articulated. You've asked for a special master right. to review the documents for privilege. That doesn't it sound like an attempt to demonstrate that the seizure was unlawful? Well, it is a, it
7: is a combination. We are, and we, we do not know, as we sit here today, what presentation was made by the applicant to obtain a warrant. There's still a whole universe of potential Franks-type She's challenges sad. to the obtaining of this warrant from the magistrate. So we start with,
2: yes, we exercise. There were 2,900 documents that were... Like, that's a huge win for, for, for Jack, Jack Smith and, and, and all of the people on, under Garland and the DOJ guys. Because my goodness, the judge is saying, and those are three conservative judges, all Republicans, two of them Trump judges, one of them a Bush judge, saying, is, in a sense, what are we doing here? Like, why are we here? You've put this, we have this special master apparently, we have no indication why we have them, there's no argument to be made why we have them, there's no argument except for the fact that your guy is special because he used to be president, because he used to be president, he deserves special treatment, which was in effect the argument canon made from the very beginning, and the judges said, what are we doing here? And mark my words, guys, this is a big beatdown, and we're going to get to it in a second. But I want to just play you the freak out over, uh, over Jack Smith and what he's been doing in general. And then we're going to get to the legal analysis, which shows that this is one of the biggest defeats ever.
6: Put out a 169-page sort of charging document and very clearly uh, showing why you think indictment is appropriate in the Mar-a-Lago case. And there was worry, right? 72 hours ago, there was worry that appointing a special counsel for both the Mar-a-Lago case and the January 6th criminal case investigations would slow the whole thing down, slow roll the whole thing. Um, we're 72 hours later. He's been roofed on everything. He's approving everything. The hearings going ahead tomorrow. Ev- Evan and Caitlin are reporting that um, nothing's changed on the schedule. Nothing's been slowed down, it appears, thus far. So what are you saying now?
1: so the reporting is consistent with his reputation um that he is this kind of a dogged prosecutor who's very quick and efficient he's a triathlete in in his other life but it seems as though that's kind of an attitude that he takes uh, to the work and i do think that there were concerns before garland's decision that it could slow things down in the abstract having a special counsel but the person is so important in the equation and he's the kind of person that is obviously oh, hit the, the ground be
6: great so it certainly seems that way so now tomorrow's briefing right jack smith is now fully briefed on that right as i just said approved everything all the documents were ready he certainly didn't get in and goes hold on let me wait a couple days while i read through it no boom 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 we're going ahead um this this hearing is about the document review of the mar-a-lago Uh, documents right that the special master is supposed to go through that's what the hearing is regarding and you believe that this hearing could be very telling at this point how come
1: so I think it could be telling in a certain sense the government's position is very strong there's almost like a menu of choices that the 11th Circuit has to uphold the government's uh, case and then just allow them to proceed ahead and have Jack Smith have all of the evidence that was collected in the FBI search I also think it's telling in other ways Uh, The government is sticking with the same argument that they've had before, that there's no evidence of declassification of these documents, which is telling because they've now interviewed um, Kash Patel, who is the only person out there in the world who has said, other than Donald Trump, that that he declassified material. The fact that they're still sticking to that argument post having Cash Patel before the grand jury, I think is a tell uh, that they're pretty confident about that idea.
6: All right. So in terms of where it goes from here, you know, this whole, OK, well, they could they clearly seem to have enough um, on the Mar-a-Lago case if they want to indict to do so. Then you've got January 6th as separate from that and, and more involved. From what you know about Jack Smith, when do you think we know?
1: I think we might have something very significant within the next couple months on Mar-a-Lago. I do think that that is a basis of facts that already provides for an indictment. Um, so I think he's obviously somebody who's not going to slow down in that determination. And the big question is, does he move forward with one case if he feels like he has enough for an indictment, or does he wait for the other, which is the January six materials? And that could be a much more complex. And
6: then process. you wait for both. Right. Right. Which, of course, then you have to run the risk of, you know, leaks and people know what you have in the first one so there's risk there too but fascinating alright Ryan thank you very much clearly
10: found a special counsel who won't delay a thing he's yeah. hitting the ground running he clearly has enormous experience he's come right off of the war crimes trials that
3: he's handling uh, in Kosovo
0: This says special counsel in Maralardo, January 6 investigations uh, starts work with no sign. Science-
10: will slow down he's been in charge of political corruption trials he's battle-hardened he's absolutely ready and garland emphasized the need for speed he's clearly not come back from uh, the hague in order to preside over the winding up of an unsuccessful investigation the Marching orders, he has are to conclude things as quickly as possible, and I take that to mean a very likely set of indictments arising both out of Mar-a-Lago
4: and the attempt to overturn the election.
2: So you can see, people are terrified, and when I said, in the Trump world, and when I said, and when everyone said there's not going to be a delay, I wasn't kidding. Both of these experts say there's not really going to be any significant delay. And just you know, 72 hours later, 24 hours later, 48 hours later, we saw a massive victory. And look at what the experts have said. They've said, former Pentagon Special Counsel Ryan Goodman noted Tribe's analysis and wrote, in oral argument in 11th Court. Trump's attorney had several opportunities to address this question on need to show search was unlawful for Canada of jurisdiction. He has failed, looking like this will be a 3-0 ruling for government and rule of law. Tribe also said goodbye, Canon. And then he questioned how quickly, not if court will rule in D. O. J. favor, ending canon's jurisdiction over Mar-a-Lago docks. They also lot law- and this And notes further below, bad day for Trump, loses in Supreme Court, and now the will soon lose in 11th Circuit, where the panel showed no signs of ruling in his favor. Neil Katyal wrote, my God, the Trump special master appeal. I don't think I've ever heard an argument go worse for a litigant. The panel is three judges, and they are demolishing Trump's lawyer. It's not close. And he goes on to note later that, you know, you can't always make a prediction based on oral arguments. You can't fundamentally predict what's going to happen. He says this is the rare exception. Trump is going to lose. And guys, whether it's the immediate seizing Uh of the tax documents, now those buried documents Trump has tried to hide are going to be made public or at least available for investigation. And now, critically, the Mar-a-Lago case, whether it's Cannon getting booted off it entirely, which is going to come, or more immediately, ending the special master, which will expedite the whole process and stop Trump from burying and hiding these documents away from legal scrutiny, it was terrible. He's just on the job, and he's already beaten the crap out of Trump.
1: uh uh-huh. Influencers on Instagram have a
5: deep... Okay, we're gonna listen to the
0: best of Bill Burr. You know, about what? I was just shitting all over you. The best of Bill Burr, exclamation point, stand-up comedy. Shows. You can't even hear me. Ken. Now you can hear me,
3: right? Uh, but, no. Yeah, okay. No, you can you can, uh, okay.
4: Uh, what, what did I do? When I just said you weren't active with you. It's very, like, eccentric. Yeah. You just seem like a. Uh... Like those trust fund kids that you know just like, get like an easel and just paint landscapes every fucking life. Speaking of easels <laughs> and painting, now you have to communicate with people. that's a little weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. Johnny Carson. The his best thing of thing Bill Burr. Don't uh, uh. <whistles> go shy, don't ever go never mother. Go first closing come You're back. On Shaq, his house. Shaq, are you
0: listening? I was the first best roasting comebacks ever exclamation point. called. The house had thirteen bedrooms, and
4: I hope to convert eight of them into it with refrigerators.
0: Um, that's not, that's not All
5: sorry. these rappers on stage and Martha Stewart has done the most jail. Mm. Mm. Um.
0: Maga Republicans shredded and put on notice by DNC chair Jaime Harrison. This is live right now.
10: The Democrats made history during the midterm elections. Everyone predicted that there was going to be a red wave or a red tsunami. Everybody but us here on the Midas Touch network, Gen Z, actual people, the women who turned out to vote, really people who supported the democracy, so basically everyone who said that there was going to be a red wave who nothing and we're pushing a false narrative and mm-hmm. one of the reasons that the democrats and the blue wall defied
0: Madonna,
10: expectations Life, and, no and the blue Act, wall held was through the leadership
0: me, of comma, jamie the harrison,
10: harrison the chairman of the democratic national committee so proud to be a friend of jamie harrison i think he's done great work and i am I couldn't be more thrilled to have him on the podcast today, Brett and Jordy. That's right. We've got Jamie Harrison here on the podcast, a Midas Touch Thanksgiving edition. So we will be doing our typical live Thursday podcast that we do live on Wednesday. We'll still have content for Thursday when the podcast airs. We'll have some special content that I know you'll like, but... Doing the podcast today. So, just in case, y'all, we're just going to be spending time with the families and not watching the Midas Touch podcast on Thursday. We wanted to make sure you saw this interview with Jamie Harrison. Brett Jordy, how are you doing? doing well i'm excited should we just like get right into it i'm really excited for folks to hear this interview um we had a great conversation with
6: jamie and uh i like, can i just make one
7: quick request to all of
10: our listeners and viewers out there as they head into their thanksgiving dinners uh look politics could be a touchy subject depending on who's at the table however if it's a uh, you know fair game if politics comes up tell your family tell your neighbors tell your friends tell about the Midas Touch podcast and the Midas Rachel Touch YouTube Maddow, channel.
0: All right, let's head into our interview. CNC chair. Jamie, trail, happy Thanksgiving.
10: We go go. are joined by right. no other than Jamie Harrison, Chairman of the Democratic National Committee. Jamie Harrison, welcome to the podcast. What's up, brothers? How are y'all? We are doing good. So everyone was talking about the red wave, the red tsunami, the blue wall held under your steady leadership. Chairman
9: Harrison, how'd you do it? Oh, listen, man, this is all a team effort. I want to first and foremost, thank you all. I mean, the, the work that Modest such did that you, the three brothers, uh, that you all just, you killed it. You put you, you stuff out there and you beat it back. Um, and and I can't thank I you sure. enough. Many Please times, say, you uh, all are able to sure. say stuff that I wish I could say. Uh, but, but, <laughs> but, you, but you say it and you put it out there, and it's so, so helpful. Uh, but this was definitely a team effort, I think, across the board from uh, our national committees to DNC, DM- under your. Y'all were
10: just going to be spending time with the families and not watching. <laughs> The Midas Touch podcast on Thursday. We wanted to make sure you saw this interview with Jamie Harrison. Brett Jordy, how are you doing? Doing well. I'm excited. Should we just, like, get right into it? I'm really excited for folks to hear this interview. Um, We had a great conversation with Jamie, and uh, I'm I'm psyched. Jordy, can I just make one quick request to all of our listeners and viewers out there as they head into their Thanksgiving dinners? Uh, Look, politics could be a touchy subject, depending on who's at the table. However... If it's a fair game, if politics comes up, tell your family, tell your neighbor, tell your friends, tell whomever about the Midas Touch podcast and the Midas Touch YouTube channel. All right, let's head into our interview with the NC chair, Jamie Harrison. Harrison. Happy Thanksgiving. We are joined by no other than Jamie Harrison, chairman of the Democratic National Committee. Jamie Harrison, welcome to the podcast. What's up, brothers? How are y'all? We are doing good. So everyone was talking about the red wave, the red tsunami, the blue wall held under
9: your steady leadership. Chairman Harrison, how'd you do it? Oh, listen, man, this is all a team effort. I want to first and foremost thank you all. I mean, the the work that Modest Touch did, that you, the three brothers, uh, that you all just, you killed it. You 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 put stuff out there. You beat it back. Um, and I can't thank you enough. many times you all are able to say stuff that I wish I could say uh, but, but, <laughs> but but you but you say it and you put it out there and it's so so helpful um uh, but this was definitely a team effort, I think across the board from uh, our national committees the DNC the DTRP the DS the DGA the DLCC Daga the Secretary of State I can go on and on it's the DNC <laughs> um, our, right, our state Chair parties
0: Jamie Harrison uh, you know, the oh, unions that were out my... there
9: uh, third party groups uh, you know, Republicans shredded like you all, and put on notice uh, but most importantly the people um, you know just tens of thousands of volunteers Uh, And young people came to the polls, people of color came to the polls, you know, folks from the LGBTQ community came to the polls and they all pushed back against this extremism that we are seeing in American society right now that is rooted in the Republican Party. Uh, And so I think, uh, you know, when I first became chair, you all know you had me on and I said that this is the thing about history. You can make your own damn history. And guess what? That's what we did in November on November 8th. We made our own damn history. Uh, this was the the best midterm election for an incumbent president um, in recent history. Uh, you know, since Lyndon B, since B. Johnson, 40,
0: 40 years new somewhere. democratic
9: presidents have lost an average of 45 house seats, five Senate seats. And in in this election, we had the best midterm for governor's reasons. Uh, since 1986. So, folks, you all did it. We all did it together as a collective, but we can't rest on our laurels. We can't sit back and say, oh, let's pat ourselves on the back um, because there's still a lot that we have to do. Uh, We got to take the House back. Uh, You know, the Republicans have a slim majority, but we know that they're going to be a clown show. They aren't going to deliver for the American people. So this is a Mm short-term rental. Um, And I'm telling them right now, keep your boxes packed because you will be moving right back to the minority in just two short years. Let's talk about the clown show. Did
10: you expect the clown show to literally start like right away with bringing out Kyle Rittenhouse for photo ops and talking about Hunter Biden's laptop immediately and spreading all of these insane conspiracies? Like, did you expect it to happen like literally the first second or did you expect it to take place over time let's get that question first my next month.
9: listen I, I expected the clown show to to do what clown shows do right listen but for gerrymandering we would have kept that majority in in the house uh, i i'm i'm assured what is gerrymandering? I
0: mean, you think about what they exist? were able to
9: do in places like
5: louisiana uh, in the courts There were supposed to be black
9: district created there another black district created i I believe in mississippi we were looking at another one in south carolina we saw what desantis did in florida we saw the kick out in new york in ohio and north carolina they ran in districts that uh that were deemed unconstitutional um but the the clown show is going to do what the clown show does right they have no policy background uh they don't want to go to Washington, D.C. to actually do anything to improve the lives of people. They just want power. They simply want power. And so, uh, you know, they will do things that are oriented in terms of having them flex that power uh, on, on, um, on the American people, not that they're trying to do anything to improve the lives of people. Uh, you know, so it, it's, it's sad, but it's what is expected from today's Republican Party. Kevin McCarthy is the most feckless uh, leader I have seen in a very, very long time. And I don't even, I'm don't i even doubtful that he's going to, to be Speaker of the House. There have been two uh, Republicans already who have said that they are not voting for him. We'll see whether or not he can get the 218 votes on the floor, because you have to get 218 votes on the floor to be elected Speaker. Uh, I, I don't know if he'll be able to do that.
10: So going into the midterms, You had all of the media and everybody doom and gloom. You know, it's going to be this big Ah. red wave. What's Jamie Harrison doing? I mean, I don't even know how you check all your social media mentions. They probably look like ours when we were actually bringing people on who provided objective data with early voting. We were like, look, there still may be one, but I'm just letting you know what the data says. We're just going to put our heads down and do the work. So, how did the media, the haters, Haters always get it wrong. That's why they're haters. But how did the media get it so wrong and this whole kind of confluence of this phony narrative
9: develop?
0: We know that. Well, it's partly, you
9: know, you get people who wake up every morning and they... Here's
0: the the answer. According to Modest Touch's own data and Simon Rosenberg, which I covered in my other podcast. Uh, I'm dual podcasting right now, so... Anyway, I have... Yeah, I have at least two podcasts, and I have several podcasts a day on one, and I try to do at least one podcast a day on the other one. Anyway, so here's the answer to that question. Ah, The Republican polling firms, okay? That's that's, That's a big part of it right there. And so, yeah, they they want to give the impression of a red wave. And then they only polled seven red states. That's another thing. It's a tainted polling uh, population. And also, they didn't take into account unlikely voters who came out in droves women who were pissed off. Thank you, ladies and young people they didn't call young people so um they underestimated the the turnout because they were cherry picking and i think that they were trying to set it up so that they could try to claim There was, the elections were rigged.
9: Read what's in the latest political playbook or on one of the other Ah! uh, things, and they'll look at the rear
5: clear politics average
9: filled with all of these trash holes and they think they can uh project out what's going to happen that is why you have to go down to the ground that is why you have to go into the field that's why you have to go talk to people Jamie
0: Harrison like some guitar Just uh, DNC, and C Midas touch. Okay. okay i'm gonna artist touch all right must touch at g w u okay right oh what happens swear Oh no. Shit. Trump fails to delete scandalous video. Oh shit, what happened to Jimmy Harrison? (coughs) Closer look at Desert I think. Live Trump on trial. Here we go. What
4: Okay, trial a
1: brand side
4: business and a service business for free. Flex, um, case that spans many many years and has you know a couple hundred million. million dollars at issue I think uh, much more than uh, than this case which Started is relatively small it's also civil so the burden of proof is much lower so the attorney general you know will have presumably an easier time of it than theFA
0: Breaking legal news. All right.
5: So turning what's going on here today? We're going to talk about the Trump Organization trial at the Manhattan DA's office. We're also going to talk about legal Tuesday's AF. 11th Circuit three-judge panel that heard the Mar-a-Lago case, the um, confidential documents case, and whether